To stay in shape, you have to hit the pavement. You have to put in some hard work and sweat along the way. Many of the same principles apply when it comes to money. Let's whip that portfolio into shape. It's time for Financially Fit with Kyle Hammersmith. Hey everybody, welcome into the podcast. Thanks for hanging out with Kyle and I here this week on Financially Fit. We're going to talk about can I retire early at 55? Now, that's, you know, the arbitrary number in some ways, but we're actually going to do the specific number based on a couple of things. There was a Yahoo financial article about it, as well as just kind of breaking down the uh, what's been happening in the last several years with people retiring early. Uh, some may even say 62 is early or whatever, or 60, but we're going to focus on 55. Uh, you can obviously expand that around in different ways and we'll touch on some of that but it should be an interesting conversation because a lot of people ever since COVID happened have certainly been contemplating early retirement what's going on my friend how you doing doing good it's yeah. about that time of the year i got some red shoulders right now yeah that's right we're outside getting getting burnt a little bit and yep. uh doing some stuff so you enjoying the pool yet or not quite warm enough yet we did a little bit so we did my daughter jovi's three-year-old birthday party this past weekend um so we had all of her friends over and so kind of okay. try to enjoy it. So. Yeah. All right. Well, good. Yep. Good. Well, so, so listen, how often do you get questions about early retirement? I mean, maybe not necessarily people that you're already working with, or maybe they are, maybe they're working with you and they're like, Hey Kyle, I want to bump this timeline up or just in general, is it something you've been seeing more of the last few years? Oh, that's a good question. Um, as early as 55, I, I very rarely see that okay. unless they're, they're like a state or federal or, some type of retirement program or like retiring early has its, you know, benefits of like yeah. your income might be covered by large pensions or something like that. Yeah, we're going to touch on that actually. So yeah. But, but typically um, I would say, yeah, I, I would see early retirement based upon like what their full retirement age says in their social security, like people wanting to like retire between that and like 62, yeah, 60, okay. 60 and like their full retirement age yeah, has become a little bit more. Uh, prominent. Okay. Well, we're going to jump in and get to this. So let's just go with the concept of early retirement period. We've got some emails actually to kind of highlight this from, from listeners and things. So there's kind of some real world applications, kind of some notes from the peanut gallery, if you will. Uh, and a little fun fact on that. I don't know if anybody knows this, but the term peanut gallery comes from the fact that way back in the day when we had like vaudeville theaters, uh, if you aren't doing so great, I guess they would chuck peanuts at you. So there you go. That's one way they might heckle you. <laughs> Although I've actually been to some some uh, some places uh, listening to bands old school where they still had chicken wire up and if the band wasn't any good, they'd throw their beer bottle at them. So uh, <laughs> not a lot of fun. But anyway, I digress. So first of all, Kyle, when you think 55, when you hear, hey, I want to if I was to walk in and say, Kyle, I want to retire at 55. What's the first couple of challenges that you would immediately hit you as an advisor to think this person's going to have a problem with these couple of items? What jumps out at you? What type of tax saving diversification do you have? So for instance, let's use like three funnels. You have a tax deferred funnel. So let's just say that's like all in your 401k. That's like pre-tax money. Mm -hmm. And then we have like taxable money. This would be like a brokerage account you have on the outside of your employers, not an IRA, not a Roth, but like a taxable brokerage account, single joint. And then the, the third funnel would be like a uh, Roth IRA. Like you paid the taxes up front. It grows tax free. You get to spend it tax free. What type of like diversification do you have within those funnels? First would be like the first challenge. Like if everything's in your tax deferred accounts, like how much of that can you get? You know, before age fifty nine and a half, mm -hmm. uh, depending on where it's at. Two is um, there's no Social Security income coming in. 
so as early as six. Yeah, so yeah. no Social Security. Seven years, right? <laughs> so if, you, if we use 55 as our number, that's a long time to wait. Yeah, and 62. And I mean, very rarely am I recommending someone taking it at that age. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're looking at, you know, 10 to 12 years, really, before you're going to tap into that. Um, there could, like I said, on the tax diversification, you know, there could be additional penalties on those retirement accounts if it's outside of your employer plan. Okay. Um, and then the big one is like healthcare. Yeah. You know, everybody's different depending on employer or who sponsors the plan, but you know, you're going to have 18 months of COBRA again, unless you're a state federal employee where you, have, you know, keep your group coverage. So, you know, what, what is that? What are those expenses going to look like is the question. Yeah. Well, you, all right. So let's talk about, so we can't pull social security because we're, if we're retiring early at 55 and we're going to talk about this in the framework for those people out there who are like, Hey, maybe this is something I have been seriously considering doing. We'll think about some of these things here. So you can't pull from SS, right? You can't pull from social security. Um, and you may not be able to, like you said, the penalties for the whole 59 and a half rule, but there is something called the rule of 55. If you're 55 and you're, and you're leaving, the job you've been at, there's some caveats there, right, Kyle? I mean, all, from what I know, all retirement plans, 401ks, all those types of employer benefit plans Mm -hmm. allow you, if you retire at 55 or after to, as long as you keep a portion, let's say you have a million dollars in your 401k okay, and maybe you take half of it and put it in a private IRA with more investment options and keep the other half in there. Mm -hmm. You can avoid that 10% penalty is so you can basically pull out, you know, your tax deferred income, fill up your low tax brackets, right. To live off of for five years. Right. And you could still avoid that 10% early withdrawal penalty. As long as that income 1099 is coming from your 401k plan. So there's a, there's a, there's a wiggle room around that, you know, who knows that those, those laws could change. Um, Right. But, but it, anyways, it does allow you to at least funnel some money to yourself while you're waiting. Right. Yeah. So if you have done a yeah. great job at saving and like literally everything's in your 401k, you know, mm-hmm. you'll, you're not, you're going to, you're going to avoid the penalty. So yeah, yeah. that's okay. basically done through your, your 401ks though. And, not, and, and, and it has to be the job you just left. It's like, you could be fired, laid off or quit. doesn't matter, but it's like, it can't be from two jobs past. It's the one that you're leaving. So yeah. Okay. All right. So there's at least that way to do that. So that's good. Now I, I want to jump in and I mentioned this Yahoo article and we'll put links to it in the show notes, folks. So you can you know read through it if you'd like to. Uh, but you know, they jump to the, the, the piece that people talk about a lot is, well, how much money do I need to have saved or whatever the case is? And, you know, and pinpointing that number, we're, we're back to that conversation where Kyle, you and I have talked many times about don't necessarily get hung up on, I need a million bucks or I need 2 million bucks or, or whatever, you know, that is obviously the more is better if you're trying to retire early, but they talk about having seven times the amount. I wanted to get your opinion on this. So it's like, it's a fairly commonly accepted piece of retirement planning advice that says if you make, or you have seven times saved, uh, what you annually make by the age 55, you'd be good, so to speak. So for an example, you make a hundred thousand dollars a year, you'd need 700 grand saved by the time you get to your 55th birthday. But that seems like awfully low and only really one part of that equation. What do you think? Yeah, so let's let's say on the hundred thousand, let's assume this individual is living off of sixty five thousand of it. Okay. So that means the rest of it's going to taxes and like into their four hundred one k. Okay. So if they got seven hundred thousand dollars saved in like a tax deferred account or an IRA or something like that, 
700,000 out of 5% withdrawal rates, only $35,000 a year. So you're reducing uh, your cost, your, your standard of so living for a while. For yeah. Sure. I mean, I think seven times would be extremely low mm-hmm. just based upon, I mean, especially if you're, depending on when you're retired, but if you're going to retire at 62 and you know, you take a 20, 25 year time horizon, uh-huh. uh, seven times probably won't take care of it. Cause you're only going to, that's $35,000 gross withdrawals. And that's not including net. So you're probably going to get down the net of like 28,000. So that's the heck of you know, a cut. Where's yeah. the additional income coming in? Obviously, if you have, you know, if you're retiring at social security ages and you add in that's your where social security comes plus from. that, right. yeah. now that can make up the difference. But the idea is, you know, with inflation and everything you know, increasing, those withdrawal, 5% <laughs> withdrawal rates is, 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 is kind of high yeah. to start yeah. with. You know, it, it all comes down to how you're invested. Yeah. Um, you know, 5% withdrawal rates very high for a 60, 40 portfolio, but you know, it, again, can you get away with pulling out five to 6%? Absolutely. D- just depending on your investment strategies, you yeah. know? So. Well, and now the, and so the, a lot of things are going to factor into this. So we're going to, we're going to position in, or we're going to transition into some of these real world examples from some emails from people. So obviously you know, Kyle, the way you live is going to have a ma- massive factor in that. So if you're living off of 40000 a year, uh, let's say, even if you're making that hundred, but you're actually only maybe spending forty versus the sixty-five you gave, maybe dropping down to $28 does not change your lifestyle that much for a couple of years until Social Security kicks in. But there's a number of caveats. Everybody's different. So let's look at a couple of examples here from some people that actually sent us some emails here on the, on the show. Uh, Penny had sent one in, and she was talking about the fact, Kyle, she says she was going to retire at 56. She says it's possible for her due to the fact that she has a government job which provides a defined benefit pension and guaranteed health insurance. So that definitely right there already makes a huge difference because we just talked about health insurance being one of those big uh, gaps you'd have to fill. She also has a 457 plan that she can access as well as some other passive income coming in. She doesn't really say what, but I'm going to guess maybe a rental property or something. And her spouse, uh, who also plans to work until 62, and will also end up with a pension. So for someone like this, retiring at 55 seems certainly more plausible. Correct. It sounds like they got some type of state or federal job. Right. And very common. Which very you mentioned common. earlier. Yeah. You know, there's, you know, are you single? Are you married? Is there age difference? Is the other spouse going to keep working? Are you covered under their health insurance? Are you, you know, you're guaranteed to keep your health insurance at group rates? Even the older you get, you, you know, you're paying the same rates as a new hire. But yeah, this is this is very common and doable. Again, as long as the goal for most people is like to replace your net paycheck mm-hmm. from what you're used to bringing in. Yeah, and it sounds like from this situation, um, defined pension will probably cover most of that, maybe eighty percent, and then you have the guaranteed health insurance, which is huge. Yeah. So you're checking off some of those boxes because you're not really worried about like the Social Security, right? Yeah. Um, and then as long as you have other spouse income in coming in, it, it sounds like, uh, this is a case where retiring early does make sense. Cause you get your, if while you're waiting to add social security to that mix, you're dipping into your, your, what you personally saved to your example, a second ago with the 700,000. And that's kind of reinforced here with this one from Chloe, uh, Kyle, she says I'm 51 and retiring contemplating soon, probably 55. I got a million bucks saved up, but the current state of the markets and the inflation has me definitely rethinking my plans. Very smart to obviously rethink it, but even at a million dollars, she doesn't mention anything else. So let's just go, let's just assume that she's trying to do it at 55 with a million bucks. A little better than the 700,000, but still. 
Yeah, I mean, to me, the million dollars means nothing. <laughs> okay. It all inflows and you know outflows. Okay. So just, I mean, at fifty-five again, how much of that million dollars is actually yours? Like, is only seven hundred and fifty k really? That's yours? a great and point. You, yeah. Another two fifty is Uncle Sam's mm-hmm. in the state, or you know, tax. But I have no idea on tax diversification. But for instance, let's let's say she did have a good chunk in like that taxable account, right? Okay. She could pull out a big chunk of money off of there with capital, long-term capital gains and pay no tax rates, right? Mm-hmm. So this is kind of where we're, even with the dollar amount, it's all, it really comes down to the order of withdrawals of how this money comes out to keep more. Like technically if she's married or single, you know, fifty, eighty thousand dollars $80,000 could come from that taxable account at no tax rates for a handful of years without even tapping into those IRAs or 401ks. Mm, okay. Um, but again, what you have to keep in mind is like, People are concerned about inflation and declining stock markets, but over the next thirty years, like these types of as an investor, like you, you have to be realistic of what's going on. This whole twenty twenty happens time in and time out, maybe in a different fashion, but and not as 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 large of a drop early. Uh oh, the fire truck. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I mean. If this happens when you're 62, are you going to be contemplating going back to work? Like it, it right, almost sounds yeah. like it almost sounds like you shouldn't retire because you're going to retire and have the open door of having to go back to work. Like your goal should be to retire and stay retired. Well, and, and but I, I am glad to see that she's at least thinking about it because to the point of if you had the million dollars, let's just let's just assume because she didn't tell us that she you know Uncle Sam is her partner. She walks away with like seven fifty maybe or seven hundred after paying the taxes. Uh, everything's costing more. So even if you if you're fine with the the withdrawal rate and the monthly income that you kind of settle on, that let's say it's whatever you know thirty grand or whatever it might be, yeah, with everything costing more, that may no longer be doable. And you know you're not you're losing out on the ability for that money to compound or make any extra because you're not keeping up with inflation right now. It doesn't really matter what you're in, yeah. not at 8%, right? So uh, it's definitely something that I'm glad that she's, she's doing. Um, here's another example from Rick who had sent an email question in, or he had sent a comment in, and he was talking about the fact, that, and you brought this up, so let's see how this might have changed things for you in your mind, Kyle. Uh, so obviously it's depending on your lifestyle and how you want to live, whether 55 works or not for you. I said that earlier. Some people who live very frugal um, lifestyles might be able to get away with more than people who are very extravagant or whatever the case is. But he says uh, that he is 57 with $1.2 million, but he is single and his house is paid off. So how big of a difference might that make in this scenario, Kyle? The house is paid for, he's 57, and he's single, and he's got one point two. Yeah, I mean... I've had this conversation a lot lately, specifically with my clients is, should we have the house paid off or not? Mm -hmm. And I mean, depending on when you got locked in loans and everything with, you know, mortgage rates, I think haven't been this high since like 2009. Right. Depending on the interest rate you're paying is having your house paid off that big of a deal. I mean, it really just depends on, is it a fresh, is it a fresh, you know, 15 to 30 year mortgage or is it like 10 years off and it'll be paid off and you're only paying 2.85%. So if you do carry a mortgage, obviously it just increases your expenses, with, which is increasing your withdrawal rates. Mm-hmm. Um, now, well, from, well, from the point of view of retiring early, though, do you think it would make a, a bigger difference? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And and because we're not pulling as much, is that helping us with those withdrawal rates then? Yeah, I, it comes down to withdrawal rates, tax diversification again. If, we're, if 100% of your income early is coming from tax deferred accounts, I mean, 
let's just say you're doing a 6% withdrawal rate. Okay. You know, 94, 94% of your money is working for you while the other six is coming out. Right. Right. So if you, this, this is like a typical investor where you would have to incorporate like a dividend strategy to pay you 3%. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way 3% of your portfolio is coming out to income and the other one, two, three percent you're pulling out as part of, you know, the shares to, to solve your income. So yes, it's, Obviously, if you have your house paid off and you're wanting to retire early, you're single, you're frugal, you kind of have a, a lot of check boxes marked off. So, obviously, so I mean, if you're he re, if he works till sixty five, he has one point six million. Is his retirement going to look that much different? I mean, not necessarily because you know a ten percent drop on one point six versus one point two. I mean, you know, the bigger your accounts are, and when you have a downfall, it's just a larger amount that you're you're losing also. Yeah, definitely. So at the end of the day, the big question that comes again, can you retire at 55? There's a ton of factors. There was actually one cute little email that we got said, is it even legal? And it's like, well, I don't think it's illegal. I think you can retire anytime you want as long as you can make it happen, right? You just can't access some of those things that we've discussed already. Yeah. I mean, you got, if you're going to retire super early, I mean, are you going to have social security credits? Uh, oh, that's true. Gonna- yeah. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's a lot of factors, but like legally, I mean, you can really, really retire whenever you want. But the big factor comes into like, where is your? Do you have enough saved? It does. Like, you can retire whenever you want as long as you have enough money. But it comes to like, where is that money saved? Like, what type of account and mm-hmm. what type of rules are attached to that account? Yeah, to make it more favorable to spend earlier or later. Well, so the big thing to think about, folks. Then, obviously, if you're ret- planning to retire at 55, for our example this week on the podcast. Uh, where are you pulling the money from and what accounts and what way are you doing it for, let's say, the five, well, seven years till you get to 62, even if you just went to Social Security, and the 10 years for health coverage until you got to Medicare. Obviously, in the situation from Penny, she had that covered, but many of us aren't in that boat. So a lot of factors that would definitely go into retiring early. I get why this was a big conversation shortly after COVID and over the last little bit leading up to where we're currently at in 22, because people were thinking, hey, I may be close to retirement. I've few years out or whatever, and I'm frustrated or tired by all the events and I just want to be done. And that's where a lot of people, we saw the great resignation, so on and so forth, a lot of things happening. But the current state of things now has people feeling like, well, let me double check or make sure that this stuff is going to work. And if that's the case, whether you want to retire on time or early or whatever, you should always check with a qualified professional like Kyle before you take any action uh, to make sure, run those numbers to make sure that your plan is going to help you get to and through retirement. And you can reach out to him anytime at his website, mocanwealth.com. M-O-K-A-N wealth.com. That's mocanwealth.com. And get on his calendar to have a conversation virtually, phone, office, whatever the case might be. But do yourself and your retirement that favor and make sure you're checking before you take any action. And don't forget to subscribe to us here on the podcast. It's Financially Fit. You can find us on all the major platforms or just over at Kyle's website again, mocanwealth.com. Thanks for hanging out and having this exercise with me today, Kyle. I appreciate it. Yep. Take care. Absolutely. We'll see you next time here on the show. This again is Financially Fit with Kyle Hammerschmidt. Investment advisory services offered by duly registered individuals through Creative One Wealth LLC, a registered investment advisor. Creative One Wealth LLC and Mocan Wealth Management are unaffiliated entities.